0: Welcome to Tales from Long Ago, a podcast brought to you by Tutus and Fairy Tales, connecting you with your family through stories and crafts. Today we're reading the Grimm Brothers' fairy tale, Rumpelstiltskin. Once there was a miller who was poor, but who had a beautiful daughter. Now it happened that he had to go and speak to the king, and in order to make himself appear important, he said to him, I have a daughter who can spin straw into gold. The king said to the miller, well, that is an art which pleases me well. If your daughter is as clever as you say, bring her to-morrow to my palace, and I will try what she can do. And when the girl was brought to him, he took her into a room which was quite full of straw, gave her a spinning wheel and a reel, and said, Now set to work, and if by to-morrow morning early you have not spun this straw into gold during the night, you must die. Thereupon he himself locked up the room and left her in it alone. So there sat the poor miller's daughter, and for the life of her could not tell what to do. She had no idea how straw could be spun into gold, and she grew more and more miserable until at last she began to weep. But all at once the door opened, and in came a little man and said, Good morning, mistress Miller. Why are you crying so? Alas, said the girl, I have to spin straw into gold, and I do not know how to do it. What will you give me? said the mannequin. What will you give me? said the mannequin, if I do it for you. My necklace, said the girl. The little man took the necklace, seated himself in front of the wheel, and said, three turns, and the reel was full. Then he put another on, and whir, 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 three times round, and the second was full too. And so it went on until the morning, when all the straw was spun, and all the reels were full of gold. By daybreak the king was already there, and when he saw the gold he was astonished and delighted, but his heart only became more greedy. He had the miller's daughter taken into another room full of straw, which was much larger, and commanded her to spin that also in one night if she valued her life. The girl knew not how to help herself and was crying when the door again opened, and the little man appeared and said, What will you give me if I spin that straw into gold for you? The ring on my finger, answered the girl. The little man took the ring, Again began to turn the wheel and by morning had spun all the straw into glittering gold. The king rejoiced beyond measure at the sight and he had the miller's daughter taken into a still larger room full of straw and said, You must spin this too in the course of this night, but if you succeed, you shall be my wife. And he thought, Even if she be a miller's daughter, I could not find a richer wife in the whole world. When the girl was alone, the mannikin came again for the third time and said, what will you give me if I spin the straw for you this time also? I have nothing left that I could give, answered the girl. Then promise me, if you should become queen, your first child. Who knows whether that will ever happen, thought the miller's daughter. And, not knowing how else to help herself in this strait, she promised the mannequin what he wanted, and for that he once more spun the straw into gold. And when the king came in the morning and found all he had wished, he took her in marriage, and the pretty miller's daughter became a queen. A year after, she had a beautiful child, and she never gave a thought to the mannequin. But suddenly he came into her room and said, Now give me what you promised. The queen was horror-struck, and offered the mannequin all the riches of the kingdom if he would leave her the child. But the mannequin said, No, something that is living is dearer to me than all the treasures of the world. Then the queen began to weep, and cry, so that the manikin pitied her. I will give you three days' time, said he. If by that time you find out my name, then you shall keep your child. So the queen thought the whole night of all the names that she had ever heard, and she sent a messenger over by the country to inquire far and wide for any other names that there might be. When the mannequin came the next day, she began with Casper, Melchior, Balthazar, and said all the names she knew one after another. But to every one, the little man said, That is not my name. On the second day she had inquiries made into the neighborhood as to the names of the people there, and she repeated to the mannequin the most uncommon and curious. Perhaps your name is Short Ribs, or Sheepshanks, or Laceleg. But he always answered, That is not my name. On the third day the messenger came back again and said, I have not been able to find a single new name, but as I came to a high mountain at the end of the forest, where the fox and hare bid each other good-night. There I saw a little house, and before the house a fire was burning, and round about the fire quite a ridiculous little man was jumping. He hopped upon one leg and shouted, Today I bake, tomorrow brew. The next I'll have the young queen's child. Ha! Glad am I that no one knew that Rumpelstiltskin am I styled. You may think how glad the queen was when she heard the name. And when, soon afterwards, the little man came in and asked, Now, Mistress Queen, what is my name? At first she said, Is your name Conrad? No. Is your name Harry? No. Perhaps your name is Rumpelstiltskin? Oh, the devil has told you that! The devil has told you that! cried the little man. And in his anger he plunged his right foot so deep into the earth that his whole leg went in. And then, in rage, he pulled at his left leg so hard with both hands that he tore himself in two. That concludes the story of Rumpelstiltskin, and we hope you enjoyed it. We believe there is nothing more important than family, and we know that shared experiences are one of the best ways for families to connect. So we invite you to listen to the story together and make characters from the story as well. Happy times will come in spending time with your children, watching them play, and they will love sharing time with you, and enjoy what you're doing just for them. On the Tutus and Fairy Tales website, we're sharing free patterns to help you make your own characters and toys. There you can get templates, instructions, pictures, and more. All of this at tutusandfairytales.com We try to keep things simple, so don't be afraid to take a look, even if you're new to the crafting scene. You'll find Aurora from the ballet, Jack and the Beanstalk, Little Red Riding Hood, with more coming all the time. And if you'd like to support us, we have an Etsy shop, which we link to on the website, but there will be other ways to support us soon. We would also appreciate a five-star rating wherever you get your podcasts, if you feel we've earned it. This is the Tales from Long Ago podcast, brought to you by Tutus and Fairy Tales, narrated and edited by Eric McDonald, produced by Marilee McDonald. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you'll be back again for another story soon.